Hi, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Software Crafts Podcast. I'm João, your host, and today with me I have Parvin. Parvin is a senior test engineer at Square Marble Technology. Being a quality advocate, she believes in delivering high-quality products is everyone's responsibility. She loves collaborating with teams and optimizing processes, tools, and methodologies to enable the creation of high-quality products. She is also an international speaking speaker, sharing her stories and experiences in testing to inspire others around the globe. In her spare time, she plays the role of Wonder Woman for her two lovely kids. You can connect with her on Twitter at Parvin underscore Can10 and read her stories at ParvinCans.com. Hi Parvin, thanks for your time to be in show and welcome. Hello, thank you for having me and I'm really looking forward for this. Cool. So let's jump to the rabbit hole. And the heuristic for today is you get what you measure. What do you think about this heuristic? Mm, yeah, I think about like when we, when I think about this heuristic, what I think is like you get what you uh, you get what you measure, right? Like um, if we put this into <clears throat> our uh, like maybe our career goal or maybe our success, like what where we want to be. So I see this like for example, if I see this in this way, like. Um, you won't get something or you won't achieve something or you won't go where you want to go without you try to step back and try to think and measure what you're currently doing and how you want to do those until unless you do that you won't go where you want to and you won't achieve what you have to so i think for me this this heuristic plays in that way because i always believe in like you know um having some kind of goals it's not about like going step up with the with your role or getting some kind of title but it is about how much i learn what i learn and then i try to calculate that in a heuristic where what kind of effort am i putting what kind of planning am i having in for me to achieve that because you just can't say that oh i want to do this but then you don't have that planning or you don't have how you have to do that so it won't work so yeah, so for me, that's the whole entire heuristic, which I try to yeah, I I try to get into my yeah daily routine kind of I can say. Yeah, very very interesting. Thanks for sharing your personal view and how you apply this heuristic to your own career. So I might say that um, you mentioned that sometimes you need to step back and evaluate. Uh, would you say that taking the time to retrospect is important exactly i think that's that's so really important at least that's so important for me uh, <clears throat> because i'm i think uh, personally i'm a very um feedback oriented person like i try to i really like taking feedback about how and what i'm doing and i take try to take it in a very positive way and I always try to retrospect myself. Like it doesn't have to be uh, set like one week, two week, or one month. But it is about like I try to retrospect myself. Like, okay, a month ago, this is what this is where I was. This is what I wanted to plan to learn. How far did I come? Did I at least uh, 
it's not about putting so much like being hard on myself but it is about trying to see it's not about like i try to say oh i have to finish this it's not like that but i did respect myself saying that how much effort did i try did i at least give it a try or did i just plan for it and forget forgot about it because then again that makes me think that if i really didn't do anything about it if i didn't plan anything about my goal then that means i don't care about that goal <laughs> So I try to think in that way. So that's the reason why I think it's really important. And I really try to uh, go into that retrospect and question myself that, uh, do I really care about this goal? If if I really cared about that goal, then I, sh- I might have already planned or at least put some effort in uh, just putting something out there. So, yeah. Very, very interesting to take a, a look to your process and, uh, if you allow me to go one level deep, you talk about retrospectives and asking yourself, do you use any techniques like doing journaling or doing mind maps or doing any of these kind of techniques? Or it's always yourself talking with yourself, with your mind, that is also a technique. Yeah, I think I always believe in putting things on the paper. Like, you know, uh, I try to look, so if it is not on the paper, then we tend to forget. So that's how I believe in. So that's why I think I always have, I didn't, I didn't stick to one thing. That's the thing. Like I think, so I start, I always, uh, like I have my notebook where I try to write some of the things on high level and then I, I know what I want to do. And then I go for like, you know, um, uh, Trello board. I tried that. And these days I'm trying to use, um, uh, some other new tool, this Notion.io, which is similar to Trello, but it's more advanced features, I think. But I think, yeah, it's uh, it's just a, 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 a Trello board kind of where I have high-level um, cards and trying to see, am I moving forward? Am I doing things or not? So I think that's one of the things to visualize. But for me, my notebook is my friend, basically. So I use <laughs> I use that quite a lot, like, you can see if I'm sitting on my desk or even now, like I have my own notebook separately for myself and my, like my work related notes or something. So yeah, I use um, different tools, but my notebook is my main tool to write down my thoughts, whatever it's coming. Sometimes some idea come, uh, like when I'm working on something, sometimes I feel like, oh, this is a good one. Like maybe I can write a blog about it. So just a high level uh, sticky note and my, my notebook. So that's, that's pretty much it. Like, like it's not high, uh, yeah, not too much into tooling or something, but these are simple things which I use. Thanks for sharing. And I think that the audience, um, I, I urge the audience to, to share with us, engage with us on Twitter to also share the, the tools that you use or techniques. Uh, a while ago, a few years ago, I, I used a technique that was having post-its and a pen in, a, in my bed. So those midnight thoughts just, write them okay now i can go to sleep so i can definitely relate to the writing to take the thoughts out of our head and now moving a little bit more to our field of work right teams that create software how can we apply this heuristic to a team um i think um like when we are working on a team like for example, like for me, uh, because like, yeah, I'm, I'm a tester, right? So whenever I'm working with my team, 
like my goals are more of seeing where the problems are in terms of like you know whether how well our process is again it's not about the perfect process but again what are the problems we as a team because i like me as a tester uh, i have to look for um, how i can get into all my team because i'm a solo tester basically this is, uh, this is how i can say that and i have to find my space i have to try um because sometimes what happens is like people or team members forget how things work with a tester or how to work with a tester so this heuristic comes to me back um, coming back to this heuristic is like uh my goal is to work collaboratively with the team and help build the quality of the product i'm working on so this is my heuristic and then i can come back and see how i can achieve this it is about how can i um how can i get this so and i try only thing i feel is like communication and collaboration with my team and talking as much as i can with my team and understanding and showing my visibility that this is how i work and this is how this is why i need certain information or trying to give them the context behind any of my questions so these are the different ways um which i try to incorporate and i think this is yeah i see that as a heuristic and i think that is a starting point that's where if those things work out and then i think the remaining things uh, will follow up thanks to, to to share how you do your work and how to be a tester in this world which leads me i was taking lots of notes which leads me to the the, the next question that is the role of a tester so um 10 years ago uh was a different types of duties that uh, a tester has today in my perspective what is your perspective how the the role evolve or change in these past 10 years let's say um i think i can talk of i can talk of my experience like i've been as a tester since last 6 plus year or 7 year i can say and if i compare myself of how i was a tester or how uh, how testing was perceived as uh, when i started and when i see now it is a huge difference basically so how like earlier i was more of a tester where like i'm trying to check developers work it was more of like you know um and again i think again it totally depends on the context because i was i was um in a startup kind of environment maybe that's the different uh, we don't know like everyone might have different opinions but this is from i'm talking about my experience because i was working in a startup they didn't had any tester so that's how i felt that those uh, those two three years in the beginning that i was more uh, more of a, like checking the work or not not as important part of the team of the member where like you know you are part of the uh, the uh, every meetings where you are trying to give your opinions try to share your uh, ideas or thoughts regarding the product or something but now i feel like i'm more like you know that's the reason why i started saying that um, being a quality advocate because i'm a solo tester in my current team as well but uh, i i am here to um, you know be as a point of uh share my point of view from for for the quality of the product from uh getting involved from uh, uh, being involved early on and i don't have to be the person who is testing or checking everything but i 
have to be the person where I am trying to make sure like, okay, developers are, uh, they know how to test the thing. They have to test certain things and how should we work together? So it's more, it has changed completely. And the type of testing we are doing as well has been completely changed. It is not just um, doing certain type of, it's not about showing that you have to do certain type of testing and that's it. But it is about sharing, oh, this product needs, mm, we need to do some kind of um, performance testing. We need to do this, these, these kind of different testing. So sharing that ideas and trying to see how and how, who can uh, achieve those. It's not about only me trying to think solo uh, in my own uh, silo kind of mind and trying to, you know, come up with taking all the pressure and uh, come up with the ideas. But it is about whole team approach. Um, very, very um, interesting uh, to share your journey from um, uh, these uh, six, yes, seven so years. As um, as you said, um, there was a, a small glitch uh, in the in the um, in our conversation. You mentioned a lot that um, you strive for the collaboration and communication inside of a team. What are your techniques? Or tricks and trips to, to trips uh, tricks. Sorry, to get the collaboration and communication flowing inside of a team, be a real team. Yeah, uh, I think it was. Uh, I used to feel like I, I had this care when we all went remote uh, uh, with this pandemic. That I, I think, first couple of weeks, uh, I was feeling a lot. Uh, of the pressure on myself that oh how is how uh, how can we make sure now the same having the same collaboration and communication but I think to my surprise it um, it didn't change much and in fact it's it's okay it's it's easier I think the way it's like we uh, learn to work this way but I think the way I try is like um, when I'm working on some piece of work like some piece of feature or something. I try to talk to talk to the developer, and I think there are so, so many different uh, so many different uh, ways to work collaboratively or having that communication work. Like maybe um, I'm trying to work with my developer, and I'm, I'm trying to pair pair up with the developer. So this is one of the one of the thing which I try. I I try to pair a lot with the developer and having conversation with the um, with them, e even if it is not related to some feature or something. It's about like oh what is it something you're trying these days or what are you trying to learn or what are you working on? So I try to do this. And also I think because um, uh, I also try to have uh, some kind of, like I try to organize and facilitate lunch and learn sessions within my uh, uh, team, within my company. So where like we have two different teams. So this is a place where we come together as a whole team and still we can have some conversation. We can have, um, we can still have that, that communication together. So it's a so it, these are these are some of the tricks. Not I can I cannot say tricks, but yeah, these are some of the things which I try, like pairing up, trying to talk to them, trying to ask them questions, uh, try to be being involved. So these are the things which uh, I kind of try. Nice, nice, and thanks for. Um... Thanks for explaining the process, your process, and with your teams. And now getting a, a little bit more more technical, um, because also you refer when you were talking about 
your career and things that changed that you said that the test scene also changed the, the way that we test the the tools the tools always evolve but the, the practices evolve um can you give examples of of how things evolve across the years and our practices regarding test testing change yeah um i think uh the way it has changed um is like i mean of course as you said tools tools evolve there there will be a lot of tools um coming in and uh you always have to keep up with those and it's not about learning every tool that those evolve a lot processes evolve as well and again i <clears throat> i strongly think that processes again depends on uh what type of product or a team you are working with um it depends on that and the way it has evolved for me is like um i don't know if the people if other testers were even involved earlier as well 10 years ago i don't know but for me because i was not uh when i started my career but at least now i'm more of like you know um trying to be involved very very early on this is again like you know agile and devops how things have shifted left and i think it's not just um starting early on shifting left but also the shifting right like there are so many things like uh like testing in production which is something very um uh which i have not tried until now which i really want to try but i think this, this is something really which has uh changed because early on i think uh hardly i could think of testing in production is like oh once the build is gone there's do a smoke test and that's it but i think now it has changed a lot and it's not just that um it's not just that the processes has changed or the testing the way we are testing has changed but because we have the capability of doing those things because we have the tools have evolved because we have so many tools in the market that we can use that gives us the ability to do these kind of things so this has totally changed because i think i don't know like earlier uh, we would not think about these things because maybe we don't have those tools or something like for example now what are the things which we we can use uh, to do testing in production you can use maybe feature flags maybe you can use canary releases or maybe you can use having um like one of the topic which i'm learning which is observability in, in in place so there are so many possibilities so many tools available which make these kind of uh, new techniques to be applied on testing um and that's the reason why the thought process of how we test and how we design our test has also been evolved and changed i totally agree i i saw the the same uh, during my career um and saw some stuff shifting left right test early break stuff early in your computer and other stuff uh, moving right because i also noticed that the, the systems have become more complex so i cannot spun up the system in my machine it's it's impossible and with the cloud the cloud just offers different possibilities so i totally relate to that uh, i'm also a big fan of observability and i noticed that you have this passion at least today from your blog and your talks about observabilities why did you fell in love with this topic oh yeah this is something really yeah i really felt uh, that's that's totally right because uh um i think yeah i shared 
a short story as well in a couple of conferences uh, last week so it is more of like you know sometimes uh, uh, like with this especially with this topic i think it was really very right timing for me to learn about this topic and join my current team uh because that's how you know sometimes when you come across uh, so many there are so many different uh, new topics of or new way of testing or there are so many things right so, so for me like i need to i need to understand why do we apply that concept or a tool how does it help uh, the entire team so i think while i was trying to uh, understand and explore a lot about um, observability i think i got my um, it's not just uh, reading through theoretical topics and just going through oh this is something great it's not about it's, it's not something like that because i tried my hands on with it i tried how does this work why does why do we need this how does it help and that's exactly where we had the similar problems on my team uh, so we i was working on this new thing and i was uh, i was trying to figure out what observability is in the in, same, in the same way i was trying to figure out what are we uh, lacking on our product why are these issues coming up so that kind of gave a very good context of uh, understand um, of giving this uh, understanding of this topic and then um, we still didn't apply it on my product but yes in this in the starting stage but you know the visibility that gave uh, to me about after having that uh, understanding about observability um, it's kind of like you know it gave me so much like it gave me i feel like there's so much possibility with that like it gives the visibility for testers when we are testing and we can use that information in so much powerful way so the more i was trying to learn that's where i got more passionate about it and yeah i'm still trying to learn more trying to explore more and try to apply that at my work as well very interesting thanks 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 for sharing i i relate to that story but from a point of view is this called being used because i have a secret i have a secret that i love to delete lines of code so it's not used throw it away so it's it's a cool way to use it but i totally relate your feeling about the, the, the possibilities that this opens from a product perspective where um, we can be quicker reacting to how people use uh, the whatever product or service that we create um, and i also see observe that um, uh, a community growing around this topic so um the past we had very silo communities right we have testing and we have developers and architects and now the game is not about the language or the testing tool or the architectural patterns the game is start changing to how can we verify that our system is working as intended and be faster than competition um so i observe these communities popping up like more people gathering one topic of observability and try new stuff which is very very interesting um do you have the same feeling or do you observe something similar yeah i think that's totally correct like <clears throat> for me like i always say this like we all know that we as you said like earlier we were like silo like developers architects and testers and all that stuff but i think 
we all know that we all as a team, whoever we are as a team, our end goal is the same. We all are working on the uh, delivery process. We all are working to deliver something. We all are working to uh, get something out to the customers or the users, right? So I think now, again, like there's so much, um, uh, I think for me, especially for me, these networking and these uh, um, attending so many conferences, being active in the community, like there's so much, like so many communities out there. It's... uh, and a lot of people sharing their experiences, a lot of coming, a lot of people are trying to, um, like, even the way I learn about this observatory is more about, like, trying to see, being part of the community, being part of networking. And I saw this, and a lot of, even now, uh, like, you know, if I want to learn something, I know whom to, who's, like, there are so many people who are tweeting about this. Those smaller things as well gives you so much context, and Like, yeah, definitely I say that this is what even I have noticed that uh, these, um, like, these whoever, like, networking and these communities has opened up the doors for learning new things and people who want to learn um, and who want to share as well. There are so many people who are sharing, so we learn from them as well. So I I totally agree with your point that now um, it's a lot of, developers are interested in learning about how testers are trying to test work and trying to understand because there's there, there's these communities open, right? So it's not something that they have to go somewhere to learn about it. So it's very open. So even like uh, like for me, like if I have to attend some of the conferences, I'm very open. Like I can attend any, any conference to any conference or meetups or any kind of, I can join any community to learn something new. And it's not about... Uh, like I'm a tester, so I should learn only about any new topic or any new technologies only related to testing. I might want to, like for me, like example, I want to learn something something else. I want to understand how things work. So my, I might want to get into an SRE conference or SRE community. It's there. I know I can, I can go there and I can learn something. So I think it's really definitely very open now. And we all are uh trying to be uh, open and sharing a lot so everyone is learning like yeah it has opened up uh, a lot of ways to learn and share uh, we know a lot of resources as well now like because of these uh communities out there yeah indeed i think that uh, today we have more opportunities which led me to the, the the next question so lots of things change in this past decade cloud went mainstream Tools accelerate our practices change. This year, 2020, as we were talking uh, off record, uh, is a year not to do plans because everything changed. Where do you see our industry, the IT industry, going? Mm, yeah, great question, I can say. Um, yeah, I think, I don't know, like, I feel like at least the, how things have turned around for me, like the way I had planned of like in the beginning of 2020 and how things have turned around now, uh, related to, it, it is related to anything. Like, you know, uh, I feel like it has, it as we all are working remotely now. So I feel like it is, everything is going to be, uh, like we have seen a lot. Initially, we saw that conferences, uh, we were missing the conferences and everything was going virtual. People are trying to find uh, ways how to um, 
deal with this kind of situation mm-hmm. and uh, and trying to not step back uh not step not not step back but um i feel like it has it is going to be very remote friendly everyone is going to be remote and we are going to operate like this in a very synchronized way i can say and i think the it won't affect of course we miss meeting people but it won't affect much uh, about again this is my own opinion about how we work how we communicate within the team how we collaborate within the team or how we um, like attend the conferences how we network with the people so i feel like this is going to become a very norm and um, we will like yeah we have to evolve with this kind of uh, way of living basically <laughs> thanks thanks for for sharing what you see to the future indeed it's it's changing and uh, remote easier to stay so now i have one yeah. last question because we are approaching to the end of the episode time flies do you recommend any resources books communities uh, blogs uh, other podcasts related to what we discussed here so the audience can follow that um yeah i yeah uh, i can give you what i kind of which are my go to resources or what i kind of follow it's like like if you really want to learn or explore more about observability you can go to uh, olicast podcast which has different people sharing about their viewpoints about observability um and in terms of latest tools and technologies and process i think i try to follow ministry of testing very heavily um this is my go to basically and and if i want to learn something again this uh, like if i want to follow some videos and learn some new tool or something i go to test open university so these are a few of my very kind of go to and there are a lot of different blogs but yeah i think i can give a list but these are few of my uh, top level uh, resources which i can share and yeah okay thanks i will make sure that uh, the, those resources are in the description please also you on the other side check them give us feedback what are your resources as well um and i want to say big thanks for your time to be here share your experience and uh, this has been, been a very fun episode that is for me to do thank you it was really great having this conversation and thank you for like you know uh, letting me share my uh, thoughts and conversation and having this uh, uh, like yeah it was a great experience for me thanks for your kind words you can follow us on twitter at @scraftspodcast visit our webpage softwarecraftspodcast.com or follow our page on LinkedIn. See you next week. Mm-hmm.